1: Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. I hope you end up loving today's Song of the Soul guest as much as I do. It says right there on the website for Diane Patterson that she's a folk goddess of mystic acoustic rock. And now that I've gotten to know her, I tend to agree. Fortunately, promoter Sue DeMonde reached out and introduced me to Diane. And that's how I connected with this amazing woman hidden over in Williams, Oregon. I admit that it didn't hurt at all to know that Annie DeFranco had an important part to play in manifesting Diane's new album, Open Road, and that you'll hear Annie on some of the tracks of that album. With her guitar, uke, and wonderful voice, and the entourage of great musicians joining her, get ready for a powerful experience of music and spirit as Diane Patterson now joins us from on the road. Diane, I'm super excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul.
2: Thanks, Mark. Great to be here.
1: Tell me where you just were, where you are, and where you're going back to, and how you're getting there.
2: Gosh, I I finished a little three-week tour in Hawaii, and then flew over to Kansas City, Missouri, for the Folk Alliance International Conference, which blew my socks off, I must say. Highly recommended for folk artists to go get it. Amazing conference. Very inspiring and empowering. And then we did a show in Columbia, Missouri, just in this week. Columbia, Missouri, and then Urbana, Illinois, and then last night here in Chicago. And then we're headed home to Southern Oregon.
1: One thing that I've seen reference to was Diane Patterson and Spirit Radio. Well, you're on Northern Spirit Radio right now. Song of the Soul is a Northern Spirit Radio production. What is Spirit Radio?
2: Spirit Radio is a lyric and song title from my friend Dave Thino, who I started a band with in 1993, and the band was randomly called the Diane Patterson Sextet. It was a six-piece folk band with four singer-songwriters and two percussionists. And the vocal harmonies and all the songwriting and everything, it was a very magical time. It was an amazing band. And one of the songs that we did in that band was Dave's song, Spirit Radio. And I still sing that song. And a few years ago, I started a band around my material, I had to convince the fellas to call the band Spirit Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and they finally they finally got it. So that band worked for a couple of years, and then I once again realized I needed to go out on my own and do my own thing and not have a big, loud percussion section behind me.
1: That's not the only band that you've been part of. I think in 1989 is when you started. And you were playing electric bass Mm -hmm. for uh, Blues Duo, I think it was called. Tell me about how you started out.
2: I was taking guitar from her. It was a man and a woman. And Nate Shiner was an older guy at that time. He was kind of like the dude for blues in Sacramento, California. I was going to college nearby in Davis at UC Davis they played Delta blues and it was just slamming. And they sang harmonies together. Amazing. And one day Giselle Moore the woman. She said, let's make Diane our bass player. And so they taught <laughs> me some of the material and took me out on the road. So that was my first paid performing touring around Northern California. And I just, I loved it so much. I would have played bass for them forever, but the old man kind of got sick of me and kicked me out after a season, but that's okay because I got such an amazing background with that. That just filled me. So because before that, I see I grew up in the Catholic Church strumming my guitar every other Sunday from like fifth or sixth grade all the way till I graduated from high school. So I never learned songs by heart, never wrote songs all that time, but I, I was playing guitar. And I was too shy to sing in front of anyone, although I have an old recording from sixth grade of me singing, This is for all the lonely people. And you can hear that and you can hear that I've got it back then, but I didn't know it. <laughs>
1: Well, what got you to believe that you could do it? Was it this time that's traveling with the blues duo or was it something else that freed you up to express your inner singer?
3: I
2: think it's a lifetime journey and definitely meeting Ani DeFranco in the last couple of years and having her be interested in my music and them wanting to record me in their home has been another leap towards that confidence that is important when one is performing in front of people. But there was a moment I'd like to mention, which is when I was in college and I was playing open mics and just playing around a little bit, just starting to play in front of other people. And a friend of mine, you know, a much more experienced musician said to me, Diane, you have a voice. And I really took that to heart. And that was Jan Peters. And I thank him to this day for saying that because, yeah.
1: So did you drop out of UC Davis? In order to take on the music or is this <laughs> is this like trash this stuff I hear I found what I love.
2: I did um, I did take a couple quarters off or just sort of like stopped going a couple quarters in a row because of the music, but I definitely graduated with a degree in ethnic studies and history of the Americas, which was wonderful. I did a lot of writing and you know, I'm a writer now. So I feel like I actually used my degree. But then I did go on to do a year of a teaching credential program. And I really thought I was going to teach secondary history and social studies. But boy, the kids just hated it. And I didn't want to be the warden. And I quit when the Diane Patterson sextet was doing really well. And that's when I really quit school.
1: (laughs) Was the heat in between there? Or where did that fit in?
2: Yeah, the heat was also started... I got that job in the end of 89. That lasted for two years, and that was amazing. I just was so lucky to get that. I was co-fronting with an incredibly vibrant young man, Basho Fujimoto. And then there was five amazing young men playing the music. We did so many different styles of world music. You know, that was an amazing time. We were activating for the end of apartheid and singing about that. We were in college, so there was actions all the time. We were so involved. That's still the way I live my life. I, I like to be involved. I went to an activism panel at the Folk Alliance International Conference, and this amazing Reverend Sekou that I heard speaking, he said about being an artist, it's about proximity to the struggle and that so resonated with me that the closer I am to what's going on in my community with whatever it is, protecting the water, protecting the elders, protecting the children, you know, creating culture, that's where I'm inspired and where I'm writing more.
1: Well, I think it's about time we have an example of that. How would you like to start out your Song of the Soul, Diane? How
2: about High Sierra Morning? That's the oldest one on the list that I have today.
1: And that's from World Awake. What year did you do that?
2: That one came out at the very end of 2010.
1: Did you write the song around 2010, or is this an older song? I mean, you've already been doing music for at least 20 years by that time. Mm -hmm. When did the song actually grow in you?
2: I wrote that, I think, in 2005. It was a summer, and I had this determination that I was going to go. We were visiting my friend up on the North San Juan Ridge and near Nevada City in California up in the Sierra foothills, and I just had this idea that I was going to go camp out on the land by myself for a couple days and nights and do a moon lodge and listen for songs. Boy, it just turned out wonderful. I mean, we pulled up, and I told my friend Kalita my idea not even remembering that Kalita is the lady who who actually leads rituals for women having to do with the blood mysteries, the menarch and the and the croning and all these things. <laughs> and so she said, Oh great, Diane, here you go, you here's some long red strips of fabric and some pins and you can make yourself a little cave and you just go right at it and here's a good spot and <laughs> So I had my, I was happy, and I had my two days and nights, and I I was just listening and dreaming and writing, but nothing really, nothing really was coming through in particular. And finally, on the third day, I was actually packing up and finishing my time, and but I was writing, and I was kind of writing a little and packing up a little, and this song starts coming through. And it was largely inspired, I mean, it really, like, I didn't have to work for it. You know, sometimes they just flow out, and I guess I set it up, and I got to receive it. But it was inspired a lot by my work with Chakosh Aho'o, our Chumash elder out there in California, who's the one who we first heard telling this story from the Hopi. She says, a Hopi man tells the story that in these times, many of us find that we feel like we're in a rushing river and we're afraid and we want to cling to the shore. But it's for us to not be afraid to let go of the shore and allow ourselves to move with the river and trust that the river knows its destination and to Maybe even look around in the river and see who's with us and and celebrate. When the story goes that at the end of this, the Hopi man puts his hands together and he says, this could be a good time. And so this song's coming out and it's got a a lot of references to the Hopi story. Finally, as I'm writing the red dragonfly now remember i'm i'm on a moon lodge okay this is this is a blood mystery campout that i'm doing so the red dragonfly comes and lands on my toe while i'm sitting there writing this song so the dragonfly <laughs> is the one in the song that says this could be a good time
1: and the song is high sierra morning were gifted today by the song from Diane Patterson for Song of the Soul.
3: Hi, Sierra Trees for salmon runs and healthy seas and peace. Oh, speaking.
1: beautiful, beautiful song is by Diane Patterson. Her website is dianepatterson.org. The link's on org. Wow. I really got with your voice that time in that song. And, and you're also, your picking is so beautiful, so evocative. Did you actually have the guitar with you on your Moon Lodge?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Played a bunch
1: And did you really find a cave and go live in it? And did you take food with you or did you forage the food?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I took little snacks and water, but I wanted to keep it pretty simple so that there would be an open space. Yeah, something about less food and, and even less water creates room for our spirit to come and Tell me something.
1: Well, before we got on the air, I mentioned that I've fallen in love with you. I've just been sitting with your music before I do a song of the soul. I, I sit and I do I watch videos too, whatever. What you bring through your music is so very beautiful. I'm really just transported by it.
0: Thank
1: you. you mentioned one of the influences for you along the way is Annie DeFranco. How did you run into Annie? How did she run into you?
2: Oh my gosh, it's it's quite a story. Yeah, I of course watched her for many years, and somebody took me to see her probably during the Diane Patterson sextet times in the very early nineties. And so some of the lines that she sang that night are are with me from from that night. I don't have recordings of hers very much. I just I know her live and. And so I've always thought of her as my shero and the one who paved the way for independent artists and for a strong woman's voice in our culture. And so many people, men and women alike, who I tell that I've been spending time with her and getting to work with her a little bit, just either they haven't heard of her or if they know her, then they pretty much just swoon. They pretty much fall over and talk about What an amazing influence she's had on their life and in their sense of personal freedom, in their sense of it's okay to be alive sometimes. you know, I think as artists, sometimes we're really singing people off the edge, and she's done that for so many people. I got to meet her and spend time with her because my partner, she beloved, my beloved, has an old friendship with Ani that has to do with Ani's continued, you know, her new album is called Binary. It's got a song on there where she says, I am my brother's keeper. And she really, and the way I know that is that when I first walked into her house, we were hanging out in the kitchen and we noticed that she had a letter on the counter from the same prisoner that I had been corresponding with for 10 years. Really? Really? And we started talking about, yes, this this man that was in New Folsom Prison for a long time, and I would go in and sing for the prisoners there in New Folsom lots of times. And Spoon Jackson was there, and we started corresponding lots and lots of letters back and forth, and Ani's been writing him. And so when I met Annie right away, we connected because we talked about Spoon, and then she had just put one of his poems to a beautiful, perfect blues That she made the music for it and had put it on a record with a bunch of other women doing songs by or inspired by prisoners. And then I was walking around with my new record at that time, Teach, Inspire, Be Real, that had a song on it that's inspired by Spoon and his life and Plight of All Prisoners. And, yeah, that's called it Night You Fly. So... Yeah, that's our connection at the beginning.
1: So what was the physical actual meeting of you two? Was it, you know, you're walking down the street singing a song inspired by Spoon, and she's walking down the street singing a song? <laughs> How did it happen? <laughs>
2: Shiva, my partner, who's an old friends with Ani, took me backstage to meet Ani a couple times. And then about two years ago, we were talking with Ani backstage in Oregon where we live. And we said, well, we're coming through New Orleans, where you live. And Ani said, okay, well, let me give you my number. Come over, visit. So we went to their house, and that's where we had this connection.
1: You mentioned the album Teach, Inspire, Be Real. And fortunately today for Song of the Soul, you're sharing a number of your songs over time from at least four recordings, you know. And I imagine there's recordings that you have with previous incarnations and bands and such that you could have also gone to. You were mentioning the album Teach, Inspire, Be Real. How did that come about? What's that about? I have a feeling that music for you evolves as a movement of the spirit.
2: Indeed. When I received the words teach, inspire, be real. I was definitely in a singing, praying ceremony with friends. And thank you so much. Some of my songs come that way when we really set an intention for healing and to hear the good stuff coming in. So that's that set of words. But teach, inspire, be real is the main line in my song, There's a Medicine. A song that comes from my grappling with my kid brother, who's a couple years younger than me, having a heavy struggle in his life. And boy, that got me writing. I had a conversation with him and with his wife of 20 years who quickly jumped out of his life because she realized that he was on some heavy substance abuse. His whole world crashed and we weren't sure if we'd have my brother much longer and so man i just went right to my journal and all these all these things came out of me and so the song there's a medicine is me imagining that anything coming our way even however difficult it might be has some kind of medicine in it that can be healing or help us on our way to learn something that we got to learn, however bitter it may be. (laughs) And so that's that. That's a healing song. And also there's a fire in the song. There's there's a fire of all the broken things fueling something that, that warms and brings us together
3: like a fire does.
1: Get ready to burn up the airwaves here with There's a Medicine by Diane Patterson.
3: There's medicine in the way the wind blows medicine in the way. There's a medicine in the way the tide flows, medicine in the way. There's medicine in the way we stumble, medicine, in the way he be humbled, medicine, in the way we sing so light. Up. in the way
1: that song, There's a Medicine by Diane Patterson, here today for Song of the Soul. I can feel, Diane, the anguish in there, in the song, and I'm not quite sure what the light up, light up, light up. As I've mentioned to you before, I'm Quaker, and so I I lean to the light, I look to the light. There's is a part which gets lit up, but there's also the burning that you're talking about in that song, and I'm not sure which way that's going when you're talking about that.
2: I think light the fire, and the fire that warms and heals and brings us together. Also lighten our hearts and focus on the love that's there. I mean, in the story of this song, my brother's story, it's amazing how... My parents, who are not the um the easiest going folks, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I am not the kid that they expected. you know they didn't think they'd get a <laughs> radical artist, a bisexual you know this, that, and the other person <laughs> they really they really weren't so happy about it, but I think as they come to know me and see that I'm steady on. I got things together and I'm full love and I've learned to love them intentionally and strongly because that's what I want from them. So one point I said to myself, I better, I better flow out what I would like to have flowing in and and boy, it's been working. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: (laughs) And often we get great rewards from our work, what we put our intention and our work toward. Of course, that's how you get your harvest in. It does work that way. And some things come accidentally, but more often the things that we value the best are the things that we've worked the hardest for.
2: Indeed.
1: Well, I'd like to share some more of your beautiful music. I I love hearing you talking, and I love hearing you singing as well. But first I want to remind folks that they are listening to Song of the Soul, which is a Northern Spirit Radio production. On the web, that means northernspiritradio.org. Twelve and a half years of our programs, free listening download, links to our guests. So when you want to track down Diane Patterson, and it is dianepatterson.org, the link's on org, And there's all kinds of information, the song lists, the stations that carry us across the country, and there's a place where you can donate. This is full-time work and we're supported by listeners. We're not supported by the government. We're not supported by corporations. We're supported by you, the listeners. So click on donate when you come. Even more important though, I'd say is to support the local community radio stations wherever you are. There's beautiful stations carrying news and music that you get nowhere else all across this country. They need your support from your hands, from your wallet to keep on going. Start by supporting them. They're number one. And then if you have a few shekels left over, help Nordenspiritradio.org. Again, Diane Patterson's here. And right away, I'm just going to ask her to share another song because I love you so much. I can't (laughs) wait to hear the next one. What's up next?
2: How about Come on Rain? I started talking about my parents, and this is definitely another healing one with my family. So that'd be a great one.
1: Well, we'll dive right into it. Come on, Rain. It's from Open Road by Diane Patterson.
3: Ooh, come on. like a child alone
1: Come on Rain by Diane Patterson. I think that Ani DeFranco must have been in there somewhere, right?
2: Yeah, she's playing the resonator guitar.
1: I was wondering in part because as you said, you know, she's down in New Orleans, I believe. And part of what struck me in that song, in in the previous song that you shared. I felt like there was some reggae influence, which, of course, you did reggae-type music sometimes with The Heat back when you were part of that group. In this one, I definitely felt the bayou in there. And I was wondering if that was because Ani was there or if you're a bayou baby yourself.
2: (laughs) My mom's from Louisiana, but we didn't get to spend much time there. Uh, But I love it. It's funny how I'm such a West Coast hippie, lefty and everything, and I just traveling in louisiana i always love it i feel the southern hospitality the warmth of the people and i i love the green drippy beauty of the landscape and <laughs> yeah i guess yeah my heart is there but i think there's something swampy about the way about the feel of my original Slide guitar line. You can't hear my slide guitar in it very much because the producer put a whirring Leslie effect on it right away. So it's a little bit buried. But when you hear me just play it, which you can hear it on YouTube, you can hear me play Come On Rain solo. And then it just has kind of a feel like that, I think. (laughs) Come on, rain. It's a rain song. Call in the rain.
1: And if you want to find Diane Patterson, I I mentioned her website is dianepatterson.org. That's unusual. Usually it's a dot-com, and I guess you're more organic than you are commercial?
2: Yeah, and I'm more non-profit, just naturally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Definitely. I was wondering, now you're up in Oregon, and part of Oregon has a whole lot of rain. And when you're down in California, it can be feast or famine with respect to rain. Come on, rain can almost be a curse when you've got too much of it. Have you lived in different environments where lack of rain was an issue? Have you been desertish ever?
2: I'm Definitely on the West Coast, we're in such a drought of many years that even when we have a good rain year, like we did last year, we didn't catch up. A lot of our trees are dying from the top down from some kind of boring beetle that wouldn't be there if they weren't so thirsty. I've been asked to write a song for rain and wrote a beautiful song for rain that's on um, World Awake also. The song's called Drumming the World Awake, and that was in Hawaii. That was in Maui. So I've spent more time, I think, in places that really need to call the rain. But sometimes when I introduce this song, I'll say, this is a song that's a prayer for the balancing of the weather and gentle rain as opposed to some crazy deluge. And just a blessing that the weather spirits feel like they can do what they need to do. And they're remembered and acknowledged and called in at the right time and the right place and in balance.
1: Balance. And it's not something that the U.S. knows a lot about because we have this continual growth economy obsession where more is always better. And people do not understand that too much of a good thing is a bad thing as well. They really don't get it.
2: Yeah, that's why I say I'm non-profit, because I think the profit-driven reality of growth, 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 growth just turns into destruction. So, yeah, balance is what I'm looking for.
1: We're going to share one more song. I think that's what we can fit in here today, Diane. Get us to your last song and what you want to share, why you want to share it. I I really feel inadequate to capture so much of the beauty that is you in just this short 55-minute period. But maybe you can give us one more song to give us a flavor.
2: Love to. How about Choose the Long Road? And this this is the first track on my Build a Bridge record. This is a personal liberation song for sure. I love the images of the horses and the fire out on the land and traveling from fire to fire. And I think it's a lot about my way of moving through the world with my music and knowing and meeting and befriending a lot of people and being independent of anyone telling me what to do and my love for the music the intro's describing how much i love the sound of the drums and and the bliss of the dance and and also the spiritual path that there's so many there's so many roads and there's so many voices and there's so many ways to to find that spirit connection in our lives and so yeah, that's, that says a lot about who I am in that song, Choose the Long Road, rather than, you know, beelining. We're just, we're taking our spiral paths about and traveling based on which way, not so much just which way the wind blows, but more uh, where we can serve, I'd say. Where, where can I be of service? Where is my music needed and wanted and invited? And
1: and in this song, I think particularly particular, you're referring to Sufi dance sometime. Are you actually a Sufi dancer, or is, am I misinterpreting some of the stuff in the song?
2: I'm not a Sufi dancer. It does say Sufi dance, but I am a big fan of Hafiz, the great Sufi poet, the Persian poet, about 100 years after Rumi. And those love songs to the world, those poems changed my life. They'll change anybody's life who takes the time to get to know Hafiz. Many worlds, many doors open with his words. There's a lot in that song that's a nod to Hafiz and Rumi, too.
1: Well, I hesitate to let you go, but I think this is the last song we're going to share. So I want to first thank you. I'm, first of all, I want to thank Sue DeMond for connecting me up with you. I'm so glad to discover you and have the blessing of your music. And I hope that we have an opportunity to walk down a long road together. Folks, you can find Diane Patterson's music and more about her on diane patterson dot org links on nordenspiritradio dot org please, please, whenever you feel the leading, Diane, give me another call. I'll be happy to sit with you for another hour and share both your stories and your music. Thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul.
2: Thank you, Mark.
1: So grateful to have you here, Diane, and so grateful that all you listeners tuned in. We'll see you again next week for Song of the Soul. Here is Choose the Long Road.